Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're talking with sponsor Palo Alto Networks about two topics. First, Okio Guard, a new wireless mesh product to support remote work. And second, a new bandwidth on demand option for Palo Alto's Prisma SD-WAN. Our guests from Palo Alto Networks are Charles Cho and Rajesh Kari. Charles and Rajesh, welcome to the show. Let's dive into Okio Guard. Charles, uh, what is it? What are we talking about with Okio Guard? So Okio Guard is a subscription service by Palo Alto Networks that uh, includes a Wi-Fi 6 mesh router, and it's really designed to extend the corporate SSID into work from home employees' home network environments uh, in order to securely uh, kind of protect all of those corporate issued devices at the network layer. Okay, so you're shipping a wireless mesh router to an employee's home, but it's managed by Palo Alto Networks or it's managed by the corporation to protect those corporate devices? Yeah, that's correct. So the company that purchases uh, Okio Guard Enterprise Edition would then send it out to their select employees. So generally speaking, uh, high value employees, C-level executives, uh, those employees that are dealing with uh, sensitive information. Mm. Um, so those types of employees could get it, an Okio Guard router uh, sent to them. And then the company's IT administrator or network security uh, practitioners would then monitor and manage the security policies that are now extended into the uh, the work from home employees' home networks. So this extends the SD-WAN because obviously Palo has been doing SD-WAN and we've talked several times on Packet Pushes about the SD-WAN capabilities. But what you're actually saying here is this is an SD-WAN edge with all of the security functionalities that the SASE sort of products we gives us, you know, the Prisma access, which does the traffic inspection, the threat detection capabilities, the user logging, it just effectively extends the corporate network transparently out to these networks, to these edge users. Yeah, it, it actually works uh, complementary to SD-WAN. So SD-WAN for the, uh, the office environment, and we consider the employees' homes uh, essentially a micro branch. And so these homes also need to be uh, fully protected. And so mm. Okio Guard extends the uh, the SASE uh, software application to the home. And so all mm. of the traffic in the home would be inspected by Prisma Access. Just to be clear here, does this mean that this is an SD-WAN appliance with all the things that I want, or is this really a specific extending the security boundary to the home office? Yeah, this is not the SD-WAN. The SD-WAN is really designed for the office environment. For the home networks, uh, Okio Guard is really an extension of the uh, Prisma Access or our SASE solution. So right. the full security stack that is available through SASE is now extended into the home to inspect all the traffic. Right. So sometimes you would put a VPN client on and then get it connected to the Prisma access. Some people would have a branch using the an SD-WAN, the, the CloudGenix SD-WAN portfolio, and that would feed the data into Prisma access. But in this case, it's a hardware appliance targeting that unique use case for C-level executives who maybe can't work with VPNs or need something a little bit different. Yeah, that's correct. It's actually a combination of hardware, software, services. It's all integrated into one solution. Right. And uh, Okio Guard is uh, the solution that really uh, brings enterprise level security into mm. employees' homes. Um, and so, yeah, it's a combination of all three. So uh, you mentioned uh, this extends the corporate SSID to the home. Does that mean when I, as the end user, you know, look for that wireless access point I want to connect to, I would see the SSID that I would see if I was in, you know, the corporate office? Yeah, absolutely. So you, the company would set up the, um, the the corporate SSID 
uh, for the home. And when you log into your computer, you would automatically connect to the corporate SSID just like you were in an office. So it's the exact same experience. Mm. Uh, there's no uh, additional login or authentication. Your laptop, once you're set up, um, any agent or agentless devices that are company issued would automatically connect to the corporate SSID as you would in the office. So I don't even need an agent on this endpoint that's connecting to the Okio Guard because it's just connecting to the right SSID? Yeah, the agent is still necessary for you know remote access. So if you're leaving your home and you're going to a Starbucks or to the airport, you still need uh, that agent in order to protect that endpoint. But mm. at the home, uh, yeah, that's essentially correct. So uh, you would automatically connect to the corporate SSID, whether your agent is on or off. And what about other devices at home? So it's not uncommon for teenagers to be sharing the same network as your senior executive or your HR director, and maybe they're accessing content. Is there some protection there as well? Yeah, absolutely. So Okio Guard comes with one corporate SSID and up to two personal uh, SSIDs. The personal SSIDs are completely separate from the corporate wireless um, and the cor the personal is managed entirely by the employee through the Okio Guard app. There is no employer visibility into the personal network, and you can extend all of the enterprise-grade security that is available from Palo Alto Networks onto the personal network as well. So, But that is completely optional. They hmm. have the, the choice to do that or not. If they do turn it on, they can essentially protect the entire house holistically from all those cyber threats. Okay, so I want to make sure I understand. I can have multiple SSIDs so that, you know, after work when I want to watch Netflix or, you know, my spouse is working at uh, their own job, they're not necessarily connecting to this corporate SSID. And then, you know, that IT department is seeing everything that my family is doing. I've got separate networks where I can do my own personal stuff. That is absolutely correct. Right. Okay, so there's right. two separate networks, one personal, one corporate. The corporate will automatically connect all of your corporate devices. And then if your you know, family is playing uh, you know, any type of gaming or Netflix, all the things that you normally do with all your connected IoT devices, that will be um, trafficked through the personal network with zero visibility by the employer. That's correct. Okay, that's great, because that could open up a whole can of privacy worms. Mm. All right, so let me ask one more question about this. Uh, what, what happens with support? Because this is always, you know, when something's at home and a home user is using it and who's responsible for it, how do, how do you uh, parse this support issue? Yeah, you know, we really look at Okio Guard with three value proposition pillars. You know, one is obviously security outcomes. The other one is user experience with constantly logging in or logging off of VPN. And then the third one is around operational uh, efficiencies and some of the benefits that a solution like Okio Guard can bring to any enterprise organization. Uh, that being, you know, we have our own dedicated Okio support services available for our customers. And so if you're a customer, you have Okio Guard at home. And if you run into any type of connectivity or latency or any issues, your first line of support will be to Okio. And so you would call us. We can offload a lot of those burdens from uh, in-house IT staff and be able to address a lot of those issues directly for um, their customers. And then, um, if needed, be able to route the appropriate level of support back to the, uh, to the company. Okay, so you're saying if I'm the end user and I have an issue, I can just call Okio Guard for, for frontline support. And uh, instead of calling my regular IT department and them opening up a ticket, I call Okio Guard. And if Okio can fix it, that's great. And if not, Okio will coordinate with my enterprise to get it taken care of. 
Yeah, so there's different levels of support uh, for our Okio Guard Enterprise Edition. Uh, we have something called premium success. And with premium success, uh, concierge services are provided. And with the concierge services, you get 24-7 priority support. Uh, you can actually also have um, Palo Alto security experts come on site uh, to homes to actually help troubleshoot, install. So oh, all of those this. different levels of services <laughs> are available. I've had to install this type of stuff for senior execs over the years and then get calls at midnight on Saturday night because something's <laughs> gone wrong. And uh, this is just a really great way of, of addressing that problem of being on seven days a week, 24 hour call. Yeah, absolutely. That's, right. And that's a real problem with these products is, you know, people do work all weekend. And if you're a mid-sized company, maybe you're not running 24 by seven right. tech support. And this is exactly the sort of thing that fits into that gap. Yeah. So knowing I, as the company that's deploying these things, knowing that I'm, that Palo is taking some of that or, or Okio Guard is taking some of that frontline support burden off me is, is pretty compelling. All right. Well, let's pivot to the second part of our conversation. Uh, let's bring in Rajesh Kari. And Rajesh, you're here to talk about uh, a new pricing option for Pris, uh, Palo Alto's Prisma SD-WAN and it's a bandwidth on demand option. Can you tell us what this is about? Yes. Prisma SD-WAN bandwidth licensing on demand. We are bringing a consumption model for branch offices. We are officially in a post-pandemic era where people are starting to come back to their branch offices. And almost 75% of businesses are opening their branch offices to all the employees. So the requirements for bandwidth has been uh, varying on a daily basis because some people still continue to work from home on certain days of the week while mm -hmm. some people come into the office. So this variability is creating a problem for IT administrators and we want to solve this with this consumption model. Now this, the interesting part about SD-WAN here is that if I've got a branch with a hundred meg connection, but I might only use 30 or 40 megs on a sustained basis. I don't really want to buy 100 megs worth of licensing, but I think you're going a step further here. You're actually aggregating all the bandwidth across all the branches into the licensing scheme. That is correct. So typically what used to happen in a branch office is the idea administrators would do a guesstimate and say, based on the number of users in a particular uh, location, uh, I'm going to subscribe for X amount of bandwidth, right? And they stuck to mm. it. And they mm. would only upgrade when there is a need or when there is a real poor user experience at these branch locations. Mm. What we are doing is we are providing them the flexibility of aggregating this whole bandwidth as a construct. By aggregating it as a pool, we are allowing each branch offices to consume it based on their requirements. So when they need it, where they need it, they can use it. So you're saying if I've got a pool of, say, let's just pick a number, a thousand megabits uh, per second, and then I don't have to worry about, you know, allocating all of that specifically to one branch. I just know I have this pool and that, you know, on one day a branch is going to use 50 meg and another day it's going to use 25. And I'm not worried about, oh, I've over-provisioned this branch because I'm just drawing from a pool. Exactly. You are eliminating the problem of over-provisioning or under-provisioning at any given day uh, for a particular branch locations. N I think I think it's even more complicated than that because you could actually have a situation where you're scaling up branches because they're growing or scaling them down. And today you go out and you buy your equipment, you provision it because the branch is big, but if it the branch cuts in half because people there choose to go working distributed, you know, working hybrid, or maybe that branch is closing down 
now the licensing associated with that capacity now moves back into the pool. So it's even more flexible than just, you know, being used at one place or another. That's exactly what we are seeing in some of the customer premises as well. Uh, they are definitely uh, scaling down on certain branch locations, uh, but at the same time, they are also growing in terms of acquisitions and mergers or even newer locations for their businesses. So they are able to seamlessly move this bandwidth that is available to the newer branches because it's all part of the aggregated pool now. So the question that comes to mind then is what happens if I'm in a branch that happens to exceed the allocation I've got in the pool? Does my connection just shut down or what? how do I get stuck with a big penalty? Well, at any day, you know, spikes are expected and that's why we don't police the spikes. We allow spikes to occur, we accommodate it and we ensure that the application performance and the user experience still continue to uh, be exceptional. Mm -hmm. At the same time, uh, people who have used our SD-WAN, who are aware of our SD-WAN solution, they know uh, we are an industry leader when it comes to visibility. We can provide this visibility at a granular level for all these spikes. So IT administrators can quickly look at what has been the trend across the branch offices, where there has been a spike, and they can plan accordingly for their bandwidth planning uh, as part of their renewal or for part, part of their upgrade tiers. That's key here because SD-WAN comes with the visibility and the monitoring tools included. So it's not like the, you'll exceed the license and you wouldn't know. You'd actually have the Prisma SD-WAN console. You'd be using it on a fairly continuous basis to see, to get visibility into what's happening in the WAN with the SD-WAN and how everything's performing. And if your licensing is being exceeded, you'd know. It's not something that you'd suddenly discover, you know, a month afterwards or something. No, no, it's not going to be all of a sudden. They yeah. are have historical uh, visibility into what has transpired in a certain branch locations and what applications are attributing as well. Let's face it, video conferencing is here to stay. Mm -hmm. And no matter if people are coming to the branch offices are still continuing remotely, they are going to collaborate using video conferencing applications. And yeah. this definitely is a traffic demanding apps that puts a lot of pressure on the bandwidth itself. So having this kind of visibility into both applications, spikes, bandwidth utilization, IT administrators can precisely compute what is their bandwidth requirements, upgrades or downgrade uh, plans, as well as how much they want to do when they are renewing their contract or simply go with an immediate upgrade if needed. So we often always talk about having to increase. Could I, using this, this bandwidth on demand option, also if it turns out I just don't need as much anymore, decrease my license pool? Yes, that's possible as well. It's totally depending on how much utilization you have mapped out in your branch offices. So do you see this uh, this bandwidth on demand tool as just for my network engineers or do you see this as helping partners or other folks involved in making buying decisions? The advantage of this consumption model is every single persona, it could be our own sales reps or it could be our partners or it could be the network administrators of our customers, they all get that flexibility of consuming bandwidth as an aggregated pool. That way they are simplifying the way they are consuming the SKUs or the orderings and then enable them seamlessly across their branch locations. All right, well, that does bring us to the end of this Tech Bytes episode. Uh, Charles, very quickly, if folks are curious about Okio Garden, want to find out more, where should they go? Please visit the... <laughs> please visit the website at paloaltonetworks.com forward slash Okio. Okay, and Rajesh, same question for you about bandwidth on demand. 
Yep, people can reach us at paloaltonetworks.com slash SDVAN, uh, where they can see a ton of resources, what our SDVAN is all about, what our offering differentiates. At the same time, Drew, they can also take our solution for a test drive with our virtual uh, ultimate test drive platforms. All right, we'll have those links in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Uh, thank you, Charles and Rajesh, for joining us. Thanks to Pal About the Networks for being a sponsor. Thanks to you for being a listener. If you like this episode, there are many more fine, free technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.